It's Kuzakast time, and another season of love has descended on us with our annual Valentine series. But how do you one-up romance on a show that so frequently covers rom-coms or horny on main series? Oh, naive lister, you'll soon see. On that time, I started a podcast to read trash manga with my friends, and actually most of them are trash, but some of them weren't, aka... The Trash Manga Friends Podcast Chapter 102. Modern Trash Manga Capture Starting with Broken Skills. And don't forget, use the code SLAVERMEUP to go buy your time bucket only while stocks last. You know what show this is where three people romanticise two volumes of one trash manga. Hocking what's good, what's bad and what's trash. I am your forever host, Spittle Sean, joined by Mucus Mike and Flem Phil. How are you both on our first 2024 recording? I, I love that. <laughs> for a couple of things. First of all, I love that normally you have to like really stretch for these pun names that you give, but that those work surprisingly well. And that's a little sad I, by comparison. I, I, I don't get the reference at all. Like, why, why are we talking about Flem and Spittle? Oh, if only we didn't have to. Also, is no. it just like a bucket you get with the code? Like just an empty bucket? I've missed this. And by that, <laughs> I mean... Yeah, this is the first recording we are doing of 2024. Four. four. Yes, four. Four comes after three, Mike. Oh, fucking time is an illusion. It's all mush at this point. Uh, no, we're not, we're not there yet. Uh, I am. That, that's a, a, a while away yet. Yeah, in, in frankly boring news at this point, Mike's already imploded. <laughs> it's it's really not that big a deal anymore. Like, it's just like, ah, oh, yeah, sure, fuck it, it happens again. It's fine. Fine. Yeah, no, let's let's talk about the far, the far bigger deal, which was in traditional, as our usual influence uh, has taken effect. The Trash Manga Friends rub, as it were, has happened. And uh, as you know, we did our One Piece episode, and then literally days later, they were like, "Fuck, they sh- we should announce something. Got to capitalize on this new wave of popularity." Yeah, let it let it be known that we are responsible for all of One Piece. Yeah, no, I mean specifically the One Piece, the, the One Piece, the remake anime series. The, the, the third or fourth time they're redoing East Blue. Yes, but now with Netflix money. Sure, sure. By uh, Studio Wit, who did Spike's Family, I believe. Technically, yes. they already did the re- the East Blue stuff with Netflix money. It was the live action series, and now they're doing it again. But well, it worked so well the first time. So yeah, that doesn't surprise me at all. I didn't know this because I don't pay attention. I mean, I've I've posted in multiple Discord. You're in Mike. I literally just said I don't pay attention, Phil. Uh, yeah, clearly, evidently, no helping this kid. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's what you want. It's One Piece Kai. It's what you kids wanted, right? Honestly, yeah, yes. actually, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. You, you know what? We'll ask the question early. Will you be watching the One Piece when it airs? Presumably, I don't think they've given a date, but I'll be stunned if it's not full twenty-four. So I think they said it was sometime this year. Almost certainly autumn, because why would it not be in the big season? Will, will you be watching it? And, uh, effort though. <laughs> is it? Is it though? <laughs> it's less effort, but it's still effort though. <laughs> Like I've seen, I've now read the East Blue stuff multiple times in my life. I have seen multiple versions of of the East Blue through the live action and some anime, and it's just, do I need to watch it again? Why? I didn't even like it any time I've really watched it. Really, you said you, said you liked the live action one. It was fine. Yeah, 
Like, it was good. So, I'm going to go with everyone's wrong. I'm right. One Piece is the worst. Well, uh, Mike doubling down on that statement then this year, clearly. Uh, Mike, Mike being cancelled for the uh, 50th when, time. This when week. isn't he cancelled for my god-awful opinions? I know. Sh- shall we find out if we can make it the 51st time in this episode? Do Are we, we have ready? To? Like, cause I know what we're about to discuss, and I don't, I don't, I don't want to do that. Like, it's Valentine's. It's the season of yeah, love I, and romance. Weirdly, and... I didn't put that together. <laughs> I didn't... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I didn't put that together. Actually, no, I do know why I didn't put that together. This thing's fucking terrible. And like, I didn't think. Are you telling me you don't do this with your partner? Not directly. Not consciously. <laughs> I'm not hearing a no. <laughs> I can't, by all rights, say that this is an inaccurate portrayal of what people do when they're in a couple. Well, with that lovely tease, <laughs> let's go into the series. So. This time around for 102, we have been covering Mysterious Girlfriend X, aka Nazo no Kanojo X. This is a romance manga. It originally had a one-shot in 2004 and then got serialization that ran from March 2006 to September 2014 for 12 volumes total. Written and drawn by Richie Ushiba, who um, has also done, if you remember, Okumo-chan flashback from way back in episode 19. Jog Mike's memory, that was the uh, motherfucking series. Yeah, trust me, I remember it that. Very one. specifically, it was not the motherfucking series. I also nailed out, yeah. Vaguely remember there was like a random reference to this because there was like a spanner yes. in someone's underwear or something. Yes. Yes. There was a reference yeah. there, like, it's this. And I went, oh yeah, that makes sense. And I was like, what? Yeah, yes, it was like, oh, here's my favorite series, Mysterious Girlfriend. Why? It's See, like. Yes. Maybe, maybe this will change Mike's opinions on that series now that he's got context for that one joke. Well, <laughs> I'm not happier now that I know. So. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is licensed digitally. You can read all of it over on Inca. That will set you back, if you're an Inca Extra member, which is like a $5 per month membership, that will set you back $40. Otherwise, you'll have to pay $50. You can also technically buy this physically. Uh, Vertical released the first six volumes before they got bought out by Kadansha, who then uh, didn't release anything more. So you can buy the first half of this series physically. But obviously, again, Vertical being out of out of commission means you'll have to go a hunting down for it, much like you would if it was, say, an old Tokyo Pop release. However, probably if you are interested in checking this out, you're probably also instead going to be checking out the anime. There was a 13-episode series and an OVA done by Hoods Entertainment, which is streamable over on High Dive. Not Crunchyroll. It has a Crunchyroll page, but you cannot stream it on Crunchyroll. But uh, either way, we should probably tell you, first of all, what it's all about. Phil, tell us, what is Mysterious Girlfriend X about? Why was I using the Thesaurus for Spit earlier? I don't know, Sean. Why, why would you use it? Cause this is just a nice, wholesome series about our good man, Spacky. He's school-aged. 16. Sure. I don't, I don't remember them ever putting an age or a high and or middle school on anything. High school, 16. 16. Let's go with that. A 16-year-old guy... Mysterious transfer student Urabi turns up, sits next to him. Uh, you, you know, some some stuff happens. They they start going out. They walk home together. They exchange spit occasionally. They go home. They do the homework. It's just normal romance. Not nothing nothing weird about it. Ugh. I mean, you you know, you 
you go into withdrawal if you don't get someone spit. Perfectly normal high school romance stuff. Yeah, there, there it is. Yep. Per- perfectly so- normal. I mean, look, all I'm saying is, like, yeah, withdrawal symptoms are a thing, but first of all, you need to have enough to get them, and secondly, you can weather those out if you just wait, like, a week or two. I don't like how you're justifying the presence of withdrawal (laughs) symptoms in this, because that's not how anything works, and you should be ashamed for trying to justify it. I I feel it is when I am making the broad stroke assumption that Arabi, the lead female, is not human. In which Uh, case, I can justify... uh, That's the assumption I'm making. In which case, you can justify the whole why her spit is A, supernatural, and B, makes you apparently addicted if you were so much as fucking take one milliliter of the damn stuff in. Uh, But only if you love her. So, this hurts me. Okay, so it's... Right, a, right. This it's, is your kind of thing, Mike. Just a high-premise, wacky romance. It is none of those things. Because it, it, it's, mm. a, it's a slice of life, which... First of all, it's an uphill battle for me to begin with, let's be fair. Yes. And... Isn't an uphill battle for you at this point. Good point, point but this one especially. Slice of life, romance. Slice especially. of life, romance, living... <laughs> just just gonna throw that one in there, are you? He's not wrong. <laughs> but yeah. Hundred uh, episodes in. We've got a close enough rapport that I can make these jokes. <laughs> so for some reason this I don't think we ever actually told random new weird girl gets transferred to this Yes, gets transferred to this boy's class and she's not very good at being social with people. Uh, at lunchtime, instead of eating lunch, preferring to just fall asleep face down on her desk. Sure does. And this one day, she accidentally stays asleep all day until after school is over. So, okay. So when... (laughs) when I believe in you. When our protagonist goes to wake her up, because apparently she's about to get locked in the school or something, when the protagonist goes to wake her up, she's like, oh, okay, I'll go home then. He noticed that she drooled on the desk, and his first instinct, naturally, is to scrape that bad boy up with his finger and eat it. The drool on the desk. That's normal. And it, this, the, the thing that hurts my brain so much throughout the entirety of this is how incredibly normal this, frankly, fetish fuel is taken by every single character consistently. It is painful to watch how just blatant and weird it is, but everyone just drugging it off. Like, being is, like, is it, like, it is normal. Is it like, yeah. like, don't get me wrong, it's not normal, but if they're a couple, then, you know, there's far weirder thing. Like, the the high schoolers, there's probably one who eats their boogers, like, you know. So okay, I'd so say it's on about the same level of weird. All I'm saying is, we've done a series where they ate each other's shit. <laughs> that was... Quite frankly, this is a step down from that. But to be fair, that series was deliberately exploring the yeah, depravity yes, I, of it. I know, I, I know. But whereas this one, as soon as he, for some reason he does this, and then he becomes instantly addicted to this. This is like some straight up meth, not even once kind of situation. Where <sighs> right, right, no, no. <laughs> he immediately no. becomes addicted because... to yes, <laughs> no, not not addicted. Yes, very addicted. No. He's not going like, oh man, I need, I need some more fucking. You got any more of that there? Well, that's because he no. doesn't know what it is until like the first time. 
Like, as soon as it's explained to him, then they're like, yeah, now we have to do addiction treatment, like, you know, giving it to you. <laughs> Literally need to give you a daily dose of this so you don't get sick and presumably die. I, I don't think he would have died, but... Uh, yeah. But it's hard to tell, because, again, she's clearly not human. But anyway, go on. Yeah, she, you she, say she's, she's not human. Fact, she outright says she is human, Sean. Yeah, that's... that's Yeah, okay. I mean, that's what an alien disguising themselves as a human would say, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> There's no winning this argument. You can't... In a moment, you can't, you can't like, to yeah, go, I'm the traitor. <laughs> you can't just be like, yeah, that's what the traitor would say. It's like, yeah, no, okay, I appreciate... Alien <laughs> I well. appreciate that, but when you add up all the personality traits and weirdness about her, something's not right. <laughs> she, she's an introverted... Anti-social oh, no. person with supernatural drool who lit up, has a base in somewhere that's clearly alien at one point Shit. that we see in like the first or second chapter. You mean uh, in his dream? No, no, no. I mean when he um the bit where the scene where she's naked, she takes him to a for uh, better for better word like hideout. A, I don't think it was a hideout. It was just an abandoned building place. with like a clear black sun in the background and eight mysterious canisters on the wall numbered. It's like yeah, that's that's not weird at all also she, she is just a fucking weirdo like this goes way beyond quirky introverted behavior and she's just outright strange like she's just weird and like it's not weird enough to be like she's drawing a lot of attention it's just that whenever you try to hold down a conversation with her she doesn't respond like a human even a very introverted one it's just odd like it's uncanny is what it is so i would yeah, absolutely that's a word for putting it. uncanny I would absolutely believe the argument that she is not human. She is some sort of alien. But from what we've been told, she is just human. And everyone just kind of accepts that her spit is addictive. But no, in fairness, only a couple, only realistically, apart from her, two people know about the spit, which is yes. our lead guy and then the, uh, the, the second lead girl who comes in later on. Basically right at the end of what we read, yes. Uh, back half of volume two, yeah. So yeah, like not not many people know this. As you say, like it, I wouldn't go because you're making it out like like that. Everyone knows and everyone accepts it. I'm like only a couple of people seem to really be aware of this, and they they've all been inducted into the drool cult anyway. So you know, I mean, one of them is our main character, the boyfriend. Yes, I mean, yeah, that, that's a stressful relationship right there as well. I I mean, yes, there's arguments to be had there for sure. Like, perfectly normal. But all, all I'm saying is that if she's human, then her right. drool is at the very least supernatural. Because, sure. you know, if I... Right, right. Now, yes. admittedly, I've not gone out of my way to drink someone else's drool, but I generally can't read their emotional state off of it. Yeah, yes, I'm not disputing there is some supernatural elements going on here. Uh, it goes I'm beyond. not saying it's supernatural. I'm just saying this is it... a thing they've gone with. It's straight up supernatural because there's at one point later right. on where someone who drinks her drool mimics her physical injuries as well. Yeah, yeah, that's, okay. that's, that's just that, not normal. I'll put you to one side yeah. because that opens up a whole can of worms that I don't want to think about. And the series doesn't want to think about at this point because it only does it in the one <laughs> chapter. Shit ain't normal, yo. To be fair, that does happen a few times in the series where it introduces a concept or a character for one chapter and you think, oh, okay, so this is going to be a thing going for, and it doesn't. It did it with, as you said, the physical ailment sharing. If you shared rule with her, they don't talk about that again after that chapter. And there were two other characters who get introduced. Like there's his 
the lead guy's old crush comes back for a chapter and you're like pretty early on you're like oh she's going to be part of the story nah god chapter two yeah she appears in there you think she's going to be part of the story nah gone. never comes up again in these two volumes and same for like a random girl that was apparently in a club that he went to at the start of the year she she comes in you think oh because there's a relationship between those two and like a friendship there that's going to be nah she's gone again as well it's like oh that was not one of the late chapters we read though as well but the point is it's done this several times where it introduces an idea and then immediately sweeps it away i'm like okay i maybe that will come back later (laughs) who knows uh i don't believe anything will i I mean i believe the characters will i was just surprised that they didn't in these two volumes at any point Every character in this feels so pointless, including the main characters. Okay, no. I mean, I don't think the lead girl is pointless. It's evolving around her. And yet it feels pointless. I feel that maybe you feel that way because at no point does this series seem interested in explaining her. And our protagonist doesn't seem interested in trying to figure out any kind of mystery. It's to the point where, like, so they're in a relationship, and over the course of these um two volumes, it's ostensibly been about six months, and at no point right. is the, the one on. thing I will say. Okay. Mm-hmm. And spoilers: I have read everything, obviously. Ignore the march of time in this series; it is nonsense. Okay. It, it is a common complaint with the series. It's just like, wait, but we were just at Valentine's Day. Now we're at Christmas, and. Now we're back to Valentine's Day again, but they're still in school. So what? It, just ignore the concept of time. I refuse. I'll, I'll, I'll take that point. But from the, what the presentation of what I had, I will still raise this point. Six months. And they've had like, what, one day? And at no point, because the amount of times, especially in the Hammer of Home, because there's a summer holiday bit where she, she they meet, they agree to meet up like once a day at three o'clock and then she vanishes off. And at no point does he really seem to question, like, why why can't I be more part of her life than this? He, he does. Why does she keep vanishing? She, at no point, like... Yeah, I he, just does, thought, he doesn't question the vanishing part, but he it's is... It's like, he surely, doesn't... at one point, you'd have followed her, or tried to follow her. Because, <laughs> uh, mm. it's not like... Some people might go, that's stalking. They are in a relationship, <laughs> to be clear. <laughs> someone no but if they keep vanishing mysteriously without explanation for months on end i'd be like eh, you that's, know that's not that's not what's happened she's not vanishing for months on end she's meeting him at three o'clock and then it's going, I, by vanishing right, for months on end i mean like, like they have their appointment and then she goes she goes my work here is done and then she leaves especially when then she does actually take him to his house one time and it looks relatively normal and again he doesn't use this as an opportunity to try and figure out the the why the what with his girlfriend just just rolls with it he just blissfully rolls with it which i mean hey that's a great road to a healthy relationship but also come on man oh, no, this, this relationship is abusive as shit i was gonna say like in, not from in, him to her i was gonna yeah. say in the nicest way part he he definitely does question a lot of this stuff maybe not verbally to her but in his mind he's like we're, we're going out why are we not going out why are we not holding hands i think happens in one chapter he's like why, why can't we hold hands and he seems aller- almost allergic to physical contact as well uh, she doesn't react well to it which again yeah, i get is a thing some people have but basically the whole thing is anytime he tries to i'm going to say progress the relationship like take take the next step to hold hands to give her a hug to poke her neck in one chapter she's basically like hey yo no stop that shit she, she does her scissor-foo. And, and oh then, yes, she, 
Yeah, the, the single... <laughs> right, go on. Go on, Mike. <sighs> okay, so every time... Like, don't get me wrong, this, they, they both agree to be in this relationship. They do. But every single time, seemingly, the guy tries to show any kind of affection, and I mean, like, any, it is met with threatened violence because she immediately pulls out a pair of scissors and, like, stabs all around him and, like, yes. cuts to pieces whatever's behind him this is a threat this is a threat of physical violence if you ever show any kind of affection not on on top of that she is literally feeding him the thing that he's addicted to on a daily basis he has no choice but to spend time with her at this point so she he is she's keeping him on the hook with some sort of addictive substance now, now to be clear the reason it's addictive to him is because he loves her uh, not really relevant to my point at all the it, fact it is kind of is because if no the assumption is if, for whatever reason, he falls out of love with her, he can just be like, hey, oh, no, I don't need this anymore. Like, we do see an example with another person who gets the taste of the drool, and because he has no, because that other person has no feelings for her, there's no effect or anything. The reason he is addicted to it is because he has feelings for her. But this means that, from his point of view, from the addicted person's point of view, he has to maintain those feelings regardless of the shit she does it's to It's subconscious, him. like, he just likes, he loves her, Mike. No, this is... All this is not like I'm holding a gun to your head. You have to love me. He no, naturally she, loves her. She's holding scissors to his head. That's what she's doing. <laughs> Fucking messed up. And she does like. And this everything. cycle only starts because he does have those feelings for her. But he, she does like everything to just fuck with this guy. Like she even goes as far uh, as. Like, I don't think she's a good girlfriend to be sure, but you know. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't say she's like fucking with him in very specific in, in very much like not even kissing like god damn hey people have their own personal boundaries in relationship just because you're in a relationship doesn't mean you have to have physical contact on that level that's fine people have their own things that they want to deal with and what have you that's fine but she keeps essentially saying i'm going to do this and then being hella violent to him every single time he even tries to progress that way and like he's she's constantly like teasing him essentially with like shots of her underwear and uh, <laughs> yeah i know i know this is like risky waters here because this could be it I, I wouldn't say she's teasing him with that that's just he does also at one point, like when she's wearing a uh, garter belt, actively do things to try and get her to expose that as well. So, you know. Yeah. I d this whole relationship is weird, first of all. Sure. And it seems to be based on forced chemical dependency and threats of violence because I see no actual affection between these two. They say that they've got affection for each other. Like she says all the time. Like, yes, I really like you. That's why my spit has this effect on you. But, oh my god. <laughs> this is straight up abusive. It's so fucked up. And it's, like, held up as, like, this really romantic thing. And apparently this is some people's favourite series. Duh. I mean, every series is someone's favourite series. I and never uh, at any point felt this was abusive. Like, I get... Like, uh, both of them do seem to have feelings for the other. I, d I don't know if I'd go quite as far as abusive problematic for sure you can be abusive like, I, and I still have not, feelings I, I would not call this a healthy relationship by any means because obviously like he he keeps trying to make forward progress in the relationship and to like 
what extent and how fast that happens, obviously that's dependent on everyone involved. But they are very clearly on two very different levels here in just about every aspect of that, which just makes it at that kind of point is like, do, do you just you're probably just better off breaking up and going with someone else. I am genuinely afraid for this boy if he ever does try to break up with her. Like I, 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 I see nothing about her behavior that implies that she would a take this well and b not actually use the scissors on this boy. I see. I get the impression she would just kind of almost shrug it off. I don't know. I'm, I'm scared. I, I, I the think point. he would just be like, "All right," and then you know. Probably when she gets home, she'd be, or inside, she'd be really upset. But I don't think she would try and kill him or anything. This is, uh, the whole her whole personality is, the idea is that she's just quirky and weird. And he's, like, really interested in her because of the quirky weirdness. To the point where, like, she won't ever smile for him or anything like that. Like, she just, she won't essentially give him any affection apart from the way that she wants to. She is incredibly stoic. She is incredibly weird, man. Um, yes, that too. It's just, I can't see anyone being happy in this scenario. And it's like, clearly he wants certain things from this relationship, and she's just not offering them. But we're le led to believe that this teenage boy is continuing to be interested. It's like, this whole I mean, thing... I, I think he, I feel it's fair to say he is interested. Like, I don't feel there's yeah. any illusion of like oh i like i don't think he's ever on the fence so to speak with it so no because again the draw wouldn't work if even, and even if you put that away he like says throughout the thing that he wants to see this expression he wants to do this with her he wants to do this so again he's clearly like it's hard to tell what she's thinking because we see very little from her perspective <laughs> but yeah definitely he's definitely interested in her i don't think that's ever in doubt i really. mean you do see like little glimpses sort of when she talks to herself that she clearly is somewhat interesting at the very least like yeah i mean apparently if the spit wouldn't have this kind of effect if she wasn't yeah i mean there's that as well but like you see sort of during some of their exchange like so obviously the whole point is whenever he tastes her spit her drool drool yes he kind of reacts in a way depending on her mood her feelings and things and you see, like, throughout the series, like, he might have said or done something, and all of a sudden, when they go to do their routine, as they call it, suddenly he'll react in a different way, which will show how she's actually feeling. I think in one example, in, like, one of the early chapters, say, when he's declaring his love for her, basically saying, go out with me, be my girlfriend, she's like, well, yeah, prove it to me. Prove, prove you like me, whatever. So his grand gesture ends up being, he's been carrying around a little photo of his middle school crush and he says i've not thought about her since they started doing their routine and cuts up the photo in front of her throws it away kind of thing and then you see like the following chapter the actually he actually bumps into that crush and she asks him to go out to a cafe and he's like oh no can't i'm waiting for someone because he's waiting for her uh, his girlfriend urabi and he sees her a moment later after the crush has walked off and is like Theoretically, if I'd gone with her and stood you up, how would you have felt? And she makes him taste her drool and he starts crying because she'd have been upset. So you do sort of see through that sort of... Obviously, she doesn't necessarily verbalise it or show it on her face a lot, but 
internally she is obviously very clearly infatuated with him i think yeah we do have that plot hook repeat itself a few times like there's one time where he calls her cute and then he ends up with just a a grin stuck on his face for literal days because she liked being called cute how yes. basic, but um, <laughs> hey, now, <laughs> no, I get it, I get it. Your high school sweetheart calls you cute, yeah. You, I, I don't, uh, not aware of her going out with anyone before this. <laughs> the one thing we do know is she's not had sex. No, yeah, that know. I completely forgot until my second read for I was like, oh, yeah, that's a, it's a weird plot point because it's um, the author, it's, even though sometimes they try to just play it wholesome and then at some points they're like, but now let's talk about sex. Yes. And how a mysterious voice in the sky when she was in the class one day was like, see that guy there? He's he's going to be the first one to bang you. And she burst out we, laughing we at bang. this. Yes. It's like, okay, that's weird. And then never comes up again at any point in these two volumes. She can also see his dreams. As well, when she tastes his drool, yes, if he's yeah. thinking about them, and we're, we're certain that she's just a regular human at this point. So we're told. I mean, at the very least, she's in like my hero academia territory of human with supernatural ability. <laughs> okay. We are in so, very much in the just go with it category. So I, I will interject here. To be fair, I, will, I will say one more thing before you interject. Okay. I do love how in the, one of the early chapters, because he like. Sabaki, apparently not not an idiot, like theorizes like what could have happened with like when yes. he drunk the draw and gives like a big scientific explanation and she's like, No, silly, it's just love sickness. I'm like, No, his made more sense. It's it's what he said. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Like legit, this whole thing would make way more sense if he just said, Oh, I've got this very super rare, totally real disease where anyone who tastes my spit emotionally resonates with me or some shit. Like that would have made way more sense. Nano machines. Nano machines. <laughs> yes, nano machines. <laughs> no, no, she's still got both her arms. Almost any explanation would have been better than the one she gave, which was not really an explanation. So, um, I I will add my interjection here. Mm-hmm. And actually, I'm going to make it two interjections. Which oh is man, you're interjecting your interjection. Not not exactly. It's just there's two points to bring up here, which sort of address some of the things you. Or seeing, or I'm not going to say concerned by. So I forget where it was. I it was probably in like one of the end of volume little blurbs that the author gives. The ones where he talks about sex a lot. I I don't know. I didn't actually read them in this read through. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I remember reading. There was something around the idea that originally it was going to be kind of like a not not sci-fi as such, but he had quite different expectations of how it was going to end or how it was going to progress and end to the extent that it was going to be like a post-apocalyptic future or something in the end and i forget exactly what he said something something like that and there's all sorts of weird things and this is why earlier I mean, that on, could potentially tie into why in chapter zero or chapter yeah. one when she takes him to that place it's like this yeah. isn't human <laughs> yeah that that's why i think you've pointed out the the things on the walls in that scene, like the fuse boxes, I'm going to call them. The the one-to-eight fuse boxes, whatever. I think that's why they put those there, because they sort of had that thought at first, and they wanted to put little seeds of that potential narrative in, and then they decided to scrap it at some point, for reasons I don't remember. I, I, I mean, I can believe that, considering how <laughs> it almost just seems to be like 
disinterested yeah. in, as I said, disinterested in that and just wants to go down. It's a romance with this random quirk. Yes. And then the other thing was, I think this happened just after it finished because people were asking about the ending. And basically they were saying, they... I did see in reviews pers- the ending did not go down well with a lot of people. So. Yes, I'm, I'm not going to go into details of it because obviously that is kind of a big spoiler in a way. But Oh no, the horror. Yeah, just... Just all you need to know, Mike, is you'd hate it. Well, obviously. I, yes, I, I know full well Mike would hate this series. <laughs> and I, I would hate that ending as well, but go on. Um, I it, read it. Oh, uh, right. But um, basically, they came out and said, yeah, I know some people aren't going to be happy with this, but the idea is they wanted to do more of like a, what they called a bittersweet, more, and I'm, this is me putting words here, so don't quote, this isn't a direct quote by any means, more pure relationship as opposed to what you might see in manga nowadays where it's like, oh, here's a guy, here's a girl, they bang. As opposed to manga nowadays where all the time when, when I'm reading rom-coms and other things, I'm like, man, they're just, they're just fucking too much in this series. They just, uh, yeah, they just yeah. won't stop fucking. <laughs> and yeah, that was kind of the implication. Not necessarily specifically just fucking. But yeah. What romance series is he reading where they actually fucking get together? <laughs> yes. This whole thing's stupid. Not stupid. So is your face. Uh, it's... <sighs> Like, the logic involved in this doesn't even make a lot of sense. Because even if you just shrug off the whole addicted to her spit thing... Right. There's, there's no story. There's no story here. I, I know this is a common thing I say about Slice of Life, and you guys are like, oh, no, there's plenty of stories about... The... No, there's, not, there's no development of any characters of any kind. I mean, no one develops same. anything. What I would say, yeah, I do partially agree here. Like, first, it is a romance, so the focus is never really going to be on, like, massive narrative. It's not like we've got to f- figure out the who the villain is or, any, or we've got to beat the big bad because it it's just a romance series. It's just about two people in a romantic relationship. It is annoying, though, as I've highlighted, that the the ostensibly the plot is, so explain Arabe, and the series has, as thus far, no interest in explaining Arabe. It just occasionally drops more elements to a mystery like how apparently injuries can also be passed on via this spit which um opens up some worrying questions the more you think about it but uh this whole thing is just like stuff happens stuff stuff is happening stuff like a thing happens every chapter a thing is occurring that's it that it's got nothing to do with anything there's no development of any characters there's no development of the relationship the relationship is basically the same by the end of what we've read than it is at the beginning of what we've read and i include the time before they got together as well okay i wouldn't go that far but i would um, i do like the one that won't wind me up was like there's a chapter dedicated around like first kiss and oh man and like she well like makes a spit cocktail at some point and that <laughs> kind of gives him the illusion of like what would happen if they actually had a first kiss and the reason they don't is they're like no we're gonna wait for both of our feelings to kind of be ready for this and I'm like but you clearly already both mm. are yeah so just kiss yeah obviously I we think, can't think- dictate when people are ready for anything yeah, okay yeah i can't tell like, you you're ready for a kiss but yeah. everything i've seen in this series is like no nah, you you both be down for this as a reader you only have the evidence that's in front of your eyes and all of the evidence po- points towards just 
well, kiss already. <laughs> it's like, oh my god, just stop doing nothing and do something of substance. Develop something. Make there be a reason I'm reading this fucking thing. Apart from, it's just weird. Like, that's all it is, it's just weird. It's just, oh, spit, that's a thing and it makes you horny. Okay. To be clear, the spit doesn't make him horny. Oh, I feel like it should. <laughs> There'd be more story if it did. <laughs> no, the her sleeping in the bed naked makes him horny, but you know, understandable. Sure. Yeah, understandable. Uh, he's a high school boy. He he is that. That he is, and that's pretty I, much all you know about him. Like that, that is, I can't deny that because I have notes on like the four main characters, and both guys are a line. Whereas I've at least written some stuff for Urabe. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Urabe is Oka, who's the other girl character robbie fair enough actually has some hooks to her because she's got all the weird spit stuff and the fact that she's quirky introverted stoic you've got you can do several adjectives for this for this one character everyone else though is the blandest fucking thing like i feel Oka at least has a personality in that she's like i'm gonna be friends with this girl and just no sales of robbie's general like stoicness of like no we're not friends like okay i'm just gonna sit here and hang out with you then and i mean yes i agree that is friends. something they are friends. you will be <laughs> my friend <laughs> but i mean sometimes people like that need that kind of person in their life yes. but, yeah yeah the like, line i mean like they are me. they are friends even if robbie doesn't say it as such it's like that no, you're clearly your friends now it's the old line of every introvert needs an extrovert like attached yes. to them that's, yeah, that's how i put it Say so that kind of also brings up one instance where she does pretty outright say she is interested in um, Tabaki. And she's like, no, no, I don't need friends. I've got my boyfriend. That's all I need. It's like, uh, I have designated friend. <laughs> yes, I have one friend who needs more. She's like, uh. Uh, yeah, I guess. But this is, this is literally what we get for any kind of character development. And granted, these are not the longest volumes of anything we've read. They're not epically they're, long they're volume but, length yes my point is like as for in terms of like actually reading this it doesn't feel super long-winded i don't know why that one got me neither do i but okay uh, it doesn't feel super long-winded it just feels like we don't cover anything like i literally know nothing about these characters i mean yes i know a lot about urabe but nothing that nothing about their actual character i just know no, about I, a lot I, of shit. i get that we know we know very little. Well, we know a little bit about Ravi's personality through interactions, but otherwise, yeah, it's mainly we just know about mechanics of her duel rather than like the closest thing Sabaki gets to character development is when we learn that his mom's dead, which it caught me off guard because I assumed that like the female character we saw in his home had been his mom until they were like, no, no, that's his sister. Like, oh, you okay. think that that kind of thing would actually spend? They'd spend some time on that and it'd give him some actual development, but like they even shrug it off, saying like, no, don't actually remember. Her. Oh, I think mean, that does yeah. introduce another potential mechanic of her spit, where she's able to bring out his presumable emotions from the time. I'm not sure if maybe I'm overthinking that, but like, definitely does something where she he holds her gravestone and then she channels his feelings or emotions. Yeah, she was like, "No, no, look, you're you're crying. Clearly, you were the you at that time was crying." It's like, I, uh, I guess. Yeah. Who'd have fucking thought that a that a slice of life romance would have mechanical bloat? 
But here we I, are. I don't think it's got bloat because it introduces a mechanic and it forgets about it in the next chapter. So uh, yeah, but that's all we get. We don't get it's bloat because that's literally the entire substance of the thing. There's no character development of any kind. It's just weird mechanic for no fucking reason. That's all. And yeah, and they may forget it a chapter later, but that's what they chose to write about. That's what they chose to talk about. I, uh, I say it's less for me, less bloat, more. It just makes a lot of it feel very throwaway. I'd, I'd like to throw this whole thing away. Yeah, yeah, I, I gathered that from the moment I hit record, buddy. <laughs> wow, it took you that long. <laughs> I know, I was being slow. Oh, yeah. If I want bloat, what I'll have is there's a bit in one of the early chapters where she's first introducing this concept and she goes around his house and lies about having handouts and then is like goes up to his room and yes. talks to him a bit. And then many chapters later, we do this exact scene again, beat for beat, and no one seems to acknowledge or remember that this has happened until the whole thing is played out and then our lead guy goes, yeah, man, this reminds me of the time that it happened earlier. I'm like, so why have you all reacted the same way? Why has your sister not recognised this girl? Why is Arabe using the exact same excuse? Why did you go, where are the handouts, Arabe? I'm like, you can't. People aren't this dumb, especially when his sister must surely be suspecting something's going on. Oh, God. <laughs> Why would she not be? Oh, the same girl from before who's come to visit my brother. Gee. I wonder. Oh, God. It's endless eight again. <laughs> no, endless eight was good. No, no. But, uh... no it wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think part of that is down to the system might sort of be suspicious but she's like you know what he, he's sick what's the worst that's going to happen here and odds are she's probably Arabi probably leaves after like 15 minutes anyway I mean if they're sharing drool there's a lot of the worst that can happen if you're sick but uh... <laughs> well, no 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 because she's not tasting his drool yeah I did double check in that one luckily it is only the one way so technically she wouldn't act, probably catch it off of him but, as long uh... as she washed her hand afterwards I guess yes yeah yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah anyway she's also wearing a swimsuit in that scene because you know gotta this has a weirdly old school attitude to fan service in many ways but maybe because it's from a the year but like very much like mid-2000s the point yeah. is more like it does a very kind of more tr- ye olde fan like whereas in modern series it would be all about oh no my clothes are falling out oh the light beam the towel etc this is more like no here's here's a panty shot and uh here's a swimsuit and there you go that's fan service right I mean, she she does get naked in like chapter two. She does. She, she does. That also does happen. Now I remember, but uh, I, I don't know. It feels a lot more like ye olde fan service than it does what you would see so in I say think... Chain Soldier as a modern example. Yeah, so I think part of that is down to the author's preference. inclinations. Yes, yeah. I, I after a Kumo Chan flashback and his love of spats, maybe I should have cottoned onto that. <laughs> like, hey, by all rights, I can't say with this. I got spats bloomers. That's it. Bloomers. Yeah. By all rights, I can't just say with this one, just watch porn, because I suspect if right. you're reading this, this is exactly what you're looking for. <laughs> you're looking for some, like, weird spit fetish content. Oh, man, some... I, 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 I want a snowballing manga. Oh, here it is. <laughs> that's a different I, thing. I was going to say, I don't <laughs> think that's what snowballing is, but... No, not quite, but, you know, it's well, adjacent. I you know, can't can't so... say I've ever done it myself. Oh, you haven't lived, buddy. Right, okay. That... <laughs> if you've no, read... that's not a nice plan sorted. <laughs> <laughs> if you've read this far in this manga and you're still like, yeah, I want to keep reading, you know exactly what you're here for. And frankly, regular-ass 
porn is not going to do I mean, do I think if you. you read the, for uh, how this series, you're just here for the hope that they're actually going to have a more meaningful relationship going forward. I don't think you're here. Because let's be blunt here, the drool thing isn't exactly sexual in the way it's drawn or anything. Say, well, I, just, I, do not I shove it in me gob and then it <laughs> shove it in your gob. It's the least sexy thing. Like to use because Mike loves it when a series like does a loving depiction of feet or anything. Like we'll say like, oh, that's clearly fan service everything. But that like the way that's done when you have those feet shots is far more sexual than anything in this, where it is literally just here's some like a layer of drool on my finger in your gob. Done. It's finger no, like, sucking. Dangling it above the mouth, going, oh, baby, here <laughs> comes the drool train. Choo <laughs> choo. Like, I have no doubt it is probably someone's fetish. Yes, almost everything is, everything is someone's fetish these days. Mm -hmm. I do not for one moment believe this is in any way fetish fuel, though. I don't it, know. It's like, just I, I can't think of about this is sexual in any way. I, I can't think I of any other reason to how this. anyone would be like, oh yeah, this series, that gets me off. I can't think of a single reason to want to read this past that. I think that, that would get you in the door if you have a drool fetish, for want of a better word. But I don't yes. think that's why you would stick... I don't think you're sticking around because it doesn't really do much with that after that point. So I can't see why you'd want to stick around for like the story because there isn't one. For the characters because there's barely any of those either. I mean, the story you'd stick around for is explain Arabe, please. Thank you. No, that's that's just frustrating to me. It's frustrating I agree, but you know, that's why you would stick around. <laughs> it's just a constant state of acting like this shit is normal, even though it's clearly not. And essentially gaslighting you into just trying to claim that everything is normal, don't worry about it, and with no indication that there's anything else going on, even though there clearly is. It's such a frustrating read, because if you are into that kind of thing, there's no indication that anything's going to be explained at any point. And the characters just don't have development, the relationships don't have development, there's like literally no reason to keep reading this. And I, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I don't understand why anyone would enjoy this. I don't understand who it's for. Like, who wants this? Uh, romance fans who want a romance series with a twist. No, I, I, I honestly feel that. Mike, any... you don't care about romance. Full stop. No, so I don't I, feel you this going. Is... No, it's like you were never going to be won over by this. Let's. Be no, real. this is this is an outside perspective of like a disinterested party. No. Like. <laughs> <laughs> I legit look at this, and I look at a lot of manga, uh, romance manga we've reviewed, and be like, like I okay, appreciate you'll I try and be like distance and neutral, and that's fine. But you yourself admit how much you hate slice of life and all that. I do, but like usually I can like understand why people would like it if it was any good. I don't get what's enjoyable about this. It's not offensive. It doesn't elicit any emotions of any kind. I don't understand why, as a romance fan, you wouldn't spend your time reading basically any other romance manga this is it's this not, is not like quirky either all thing here mike you can I read more than one series yes but people have a finite amount of time in their life you know like why would you spend it here i don't don't i've tried this argument with phil before it doesn't work just why do you read 50 isekai phil why not okay <laughs> i mean why why do you do anything at that point hey i try not to i Exactly. No, no objections. <laughs> I no I lies detected. I don't understand what draws a person to this and keeps them there. 
I don't like what do you hook on to as a romance fan, as a as a slice of life reader, what part of this keeps you interested? And it can't just be one day the main character will be explained because there's zero indication, at least this deep, there's zero indication that that's ever going to be explained. It's all thoroughly shrugged, shrugged off. And I just, I don't see the point of this thing. Well, the I'll thing is as well, we're still, like, we're still arguably in the showing what can happen with the drool stage rather than explaining it. Which again, I think, again, I am with you in the, yes, you get no kind of actual advancements that you would want to see but technically i could you could make the argument it's still in the showing phase rather than explaining phase hey this is the argument i make a lot if you're not hooked by the end of two volumes which no, even, if we're, even if we're generous and we say it's once a week and that's very generous even if then that's like what 12 weeks of your life that you've devoted to a, a book that's going nowhere it's it's not 12 weeks of your life yeah i i know i'm just if, this is assuming charitably that it's a weekly manga which I feel like it's not based on what we've got. I feel like it's was a one shot and then turned into a series. You mean the exact description I gave at the start? Yeah. We also discussed how I don't pay attention to things, so probably. But yes, it's I don't understand what keeps you invested long term, or at least longer than what we would read. I literally got to chapter ten out of twelve. I was like, oh, thank God, it's over. And then there was two more chapters. I was like, fucking kill me. Because nothing happened in them either. Uh, uh, no, nothing happens. No development. I can't harp on these points enough because that's literally all this is. It's just a nothing with a weird hook. Which but is this, this weird sums up every time. Like in Call of the Night, when we did that way back when, you shat on that, and realistically, the only advancement that would have made you happy would be he's a vampire now, which would be the whole plot. Hey, at least that one, I... I admitted was somewhat funny on occasion. He had something going for it. I don't know what this has going for it. Like, this is legitimately one of the worst manga we've read for this show, in my opinion. One of. Not the worst. I would never impugn the honor of certain titles. You're insane. I don't think this is good. I sure as hell don't think this is bad. Nah. Nah, this is awful. It's mundane. It's Which is weird to think when it's a series about, you know, gobbing people's spit. Yeah, how but, um... the fuck do you do that? How the fuck do you do that? How the fuck do you take such a weird concept and such a weird angle, such a weird hook, and make it so grey? I feel that's probably where your most of your dislikes come from, this total, this complete tonal mismatch of, like, it's a very weird idea of, like, a spit with magical powers and everything and all that, and all the potential albums up, and then... It's just a normal romance, really. It's just a plain... It's like if we did bloody Kokoro, Kokoroe, or whatever it was called, but you swap, you cross out the word bug and you write spit powers, and then there you go. Yeah. No, no. no I see what you're saying. Like, no. tonally. No. Like, there's a little bit more going in than this one, but, you know, it's the similar thing of, like, we have this gimmick, but it doesn't really do a huge oh, amount. To me, it would be like, if I turned up to your house one day wearing a clown wig this is already a lie (laughs) yes like the hook is i left on my house but i turned up in a clown wig and everyone was just just normal with it yeah first you're like oh and that was it that was the only way only time you addressed it it was there the whole time that probably is exactly what would happen (laughs) yes like like, why you wear clown wig and you'd be like just cause and we'd be like all right 
Okay, but that's... I, I don't know this person, officer. Um, <laughs> never met them before. <laughs> but that situation's not even written to be an entertaining piece of media. It's just dull. Mike, no, don't sell yourself short. <laughs> Am I an entertaining piece of media? You uh, when you stream. <laughs> so is your face. Uh, Got him. Is my face short? <laughs> <laughs> Can't say I've measured it. Honey, no, your face is perfectly normal. Don't worry. I've... Uh, speaking of perfectly normal I, faces, I your, fa your face is a grower, that. not a shower. Oh. I, oh. <laughs> I, I'm not sure what the implications of that yeah, I don't, are. I, I, don't like, I don't like speaking that. Speaking of perfectly normal faces, yes, Mike. The, the art. <laughs> the art is fine. It's it is only... of its time. Like, yes, it, it is it's also their style. Like I say, you you can tell it is this artist. It is exactly average for the time period. Like it's not great. It, but it it's leans fine. more again into how I said that the artist has a very traditional like how they um have a traditional take on fan service. I feel they also have a very traditional take on manga art in general. Like this is I very like, traditional style. I do like um you do occasionally get some like splash pages or splash panels when Spacky's having a dream. Those are the highlight artistically. The, the weird, the like Wonderland-esque buildings made of masks and other bits and pieces. Like yeah. people walking around in maid costumes and I mean, potentially, maybe, maybe and, those yeah. are actually inferring or informing us a bit about Arabi, but admittedly, I didn't really look at those. I just went, oh, those I, are pretty I, backgrounds. And, yeah, uh, yeah that, that might play into the original idea of a different direction for the series, but like maybe that explains why when he was imagining doing the deed with her in a dream, she has a Gundam in her hair for some, for some reason. reason. Yeah. It, it was weird. so she could say, when they actually bang for realsies, she ain't doing that. And so he could go, oh God, she can read my mind. Yeah, it's fucking weird. Because that's, that's the other thing. Because like, it, it's not just one way. She can like taste your drool and like resonate that stuff as well. So clearly... It's not the drool specific. I don't know. It's also not her because. But it has to be her because she's, because his drool wouldn't have magical powers unless that's been unless it's like an infection unless it's like a parasite. <laughs> well, I'm just thinking. It's all I want, Phil. I just want an explanation for it. <laughs> right. I'll put you out of your... Explain anything. I'll put you out of your misery. There is no they pass physical ailments. What is this going to do for things like periods and stuff like that? <laughs> uh, I can't help that. that I that's choose not, not to. That's not a question it feels needs answering from what I remember. It, it In every sense of that, it's just the, the drool's magic. Live with it. A wizard did it for all I care. <laughs> no, you can't just do that. You can't, you can't have a supernatural element and just be like, yeah, that's a thing, just roll with it. Give it a pretense of something. Just <laughs> it, it did give it a pretense of something. It's because they love She drank a chemical when she was a child. There you go, done. It's because they love each other very much, Sean. That's not an explanation. <laughs> well, they have a special bond that they can share through their drool. She doesn't love the other girl. How are they doing it? Clearly, she's into her. I don't know. Friends, I guess. Just say the radioactive spider bitter. I don't care. Just give me something. Uh, you get nothing. Good is, day, so, sir. Is it ever explained? Like, ever? No, no. Well, mm. it, it I, mean, is just that, I mean, I can't comment on that element, but having read how the ending plays out according to reviews, I can entirely believe it will never be explained. 
from from what I remember, the extent it cares to explain it is just these people it works with. It's not specific okay. to the person. It's it's basically the bond between the people. So here's my question for you then, Phil. Right. If that's not the focus of the story, right. and knowing the ending, a certain other thing you might expect from this type of series isn't how it progresses for the course of the next ten volumes that we've not read. Sure, yeah. What is it doing for these ten volumes, Phil? I assuming nothing. Because well, that's the thing. Because uh, it's not. It's not looking into the supernatural element, and again, we don't spoil anything. It's not looking into a certain other element you might expect, or at least not making proper progression in that field. So what? 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 You, in general, for something like this, you're reading it because of the relationship between the ca- two characters. Yeah, I, I'm reading it because I'm expecting them yeah. to be making out, and yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. From, I'm trying to talk here without giving away without saying the thing i'm alluding at as well yeah (laughs) do we just spoil this yes warning we are now about to spoil mysterious girlfriend x if you are interested don't forget you can buy the official release from inca or you can watch the anime over on high dive spoilers in three two one they don't fucking kiss at the end of it phil no they don't (laughs) (laughs) so where's it going (laughs) all i can say you can say whatever now, we're in this I, I know. <laughs> when you're reading it, and bear in mind, when I was reading it, it was still coming out. There was no, oh, that's how this ends. You're reading it with the expectation that their relationship progresses over time. Unfortunately, it kind of... I won't say it doesn't progress, but it just doesn't progress anywhere near what you would want for a romance series. To the extent that, yes... By the end of the series, they haven't kissed, and it's like uh, that's a disappointing ending. I like, mean, it's it's yeah. especially amazing considering chapter zero is they're gonna fuck. <laughs> yeah, yes, chap- chapter zero is they know they are going to be each other's first uh, times. Beyond that, you don't know anything, but you know apparently God has told this girl you're gonna bang this guy. Oh, does that get revealed? No, it did. It, it, <laughs> Fucking <it>. hell! <laughs> no. It's just the voice going, equilibrium, in the head. Got it, right. I'm so sad you don't get to hear that voice again. So am I. I wish they'd done that for every rank. I don't get that reference. You you do, because it's Honkai. Oh, I don't pay attention to that reference. The first time you went up to World Equilibrium Rank 1, you get a whole thing where a voice booms in your head going, equilibrium! And you can try and converse with it, but all it essentially goes is, equilibrium! And then that's it, they don't do it for any of the ranks. Anyway, back to this and how it doesn't do anything. So, so what? So, what are the ten volumes, Phil? I, I'm not asking you to like go chapter by chapter, but you know, presumably there's a narrative. Yeah, you, I mean, you get a lot of sort of what we've read here, just sort of like, for lack of a better term, one shot episodes, chapters, like just here is the thing that's happening this week. You do get some little story arcs. So, there's one of the big ones i remember is there was a whole thing with the his old crush comes back and she sort of discovers what's going on between them and she's trying to win him over and it it's a whole thing you get a whole thing around that there's a thing with the film club they end up making a film which is yeah this is where the sci-fi thing came in because basically they're doing a film which coincidentally happens to be the plot of our main characters. They're, they're 
bond and everything, but then it's like, ah, but actually it's uh, she she's a robot and the world was destroyed and he's crazy and ah. Uh, and I think that's where the author said, yeah, this was originally going to be the ending, but no. But no, I'm just going to play um, it straight. Yeah. <laughs> you you have stuff with like um, Oka and I don't know, the, the other couple, you kind of have stuff with them and you have like lots of just like conversations between Urabe and Oka sort of talking about their relationships and how they've progressed and th- progressed, air quotes, more so on Oka's part. I mean, I was gonna say their yeah. relationship, like they're they're at the point of kissing. Crazy, those crazy. I, kids. I mean, yes, in fact, that was our first introduction to them. Yeah, those kissing. Yeah, and uh, that that's all you're gonna get, folks. So you better latch onto that one. I th- <sighs> yeah, well, I think they're sort of there as a foil for the main couple. It's like, yes, this is the normal couple nowadays. Sort of like they're they're kissing, they're going out on dates, whatever, banging. I don't remember. Possibly. D- d- I mean, uh, not at the point where we read. Do, do our no. lead couple go on more date? I mean, they've got they've gone on as far as we're aware. One date, which was off screen, but it was fine because yeah. it was like holy it, shit, it, they actually had a date. I don't know if they ever call them dates or anything, but yeah, they do things. So they go to like the beach in one episode. I remember because that was a thing for some reason. Oh, uh, why is this all sandy? <laughs> no, I, I think it was something like basically she's big into swimming apparently. So she goes swimming loads during the summer and they go to the beach one day and then a thunderstorm happens and it's like, she's getting changed in the woods or something? I, I don't know. Anyway. So he's a fish alien? Uh, no. she She's human. Mm-hmm. I, you, you can quibble all you want. This, as far as the series is concerned, she's human. Mm-hmm. Her drool is just drool. Mm-hmm. Absolute gibberish. <laughs> sure. <sighs> as, as I say, I think part of it is the author had originally had different plans, let's say. That's fine. I get plans changing all that, and you want to change the scope of the series. That's all fine. At least in the ending, or like come yeah. up with a different way of like, as I say, even if it's something cheap and shit like radioactive spider, which I've always <laughs> thought is a bit dumb for Spider Man, but you know, even if it's something cheap and throwaway like that, just put something like that in, done. It might not make complete scientific sense, but who cares? It's an explanation. Don't just go yeah. like, yeah, that's normal, because it's not. <laughs> I agree. As if anyone's surprised. Yeah. It's just, yeah, I mean, it's you'll been... agree with any take that's against this manga, Mike, at this point. Not any take, but mostly. The problem when you don't explain stuff is that it becomes so distracting to the reader. Because there's always this thing just like hanging above that you just don't have an explanation for you don't you can't put that away the human completion principle comes into play and says no i need to know what this is because otherwise i can't i can't file that away as knowledge that is known and as a result of that it's constantly sort of eating at you because you don't know what you can reliably assume is true and it, uh, it just makes the whole thing frustrating especially when it has zero indication that's ever going to explain it and it's just, it's just can't do it. Can't do it. Fucking awful. Well, on these uh, on these charming, lovely notes, uh, anything else anyone wants to discuss about Mysterious Girlfriend X? Nah. No. No. Cool. I've got I've got one last question for Phil before we uh, sure. go into the conclusion. So this is Mysterious Girlfriend X. Right, right. And in that franchise you beloved, there's Mysterious yeah, Heroin yeah. X. 
I believe. I always no assumed relation. that was a knockoff of this, and oh, it's no relation. No, I okay. I believe no relation. Okay, I just I always assumed oh, it must be inspired. Like obviously, it's not like Miss Anti Saber goes around drinking drool or anything. But I was like, oh, there's probably there's clearly some connect. No, just no, no, definitely, definitely nothing like that. No, no, just no, just no. happens to be that way. Mysterious Heroine X just runs around killing all the Saber faces because she wants to be the only Saber face because there's too many goddamn Saber faces. Even though she's not a Saber, if I remember. No, she is an assassin. Yes, which isn't well, even she... super effective against Saber. It uh... isn't, but she has a trait which makes her more effective against Sabers, and her, on her Noble Phantasm, it does additional damage against Saber-faced enemies. Just... You know, I'm starting to think manga's kind of stupid. This isn't a manga. This isn't manga, this is a gacha. I'm starting to think gacha's kind of stupid. Okay, well, on that lovely note, then let's move on to our conclusions on this. Let's end up our lovely, lovely Valentine's episode. Weird, that's never come up yet, I suppose, but I guess they haven't got to that day yet. Anyway, so we will be asking, as we always do at the end, for me and Mike, would we read more? Would we buy this? And would we watch the anime? And in Phil's case, would he buy it? Would he watch it? Well, I think he has. And would he recommend it? So let's start with me. I I don't hate this like in the way that Mike does, but I do appreciate his point of view of like frustration. It like let's get the one the other way. This is a romance series, and has become very clear on the show. I'm remarkably okay with rom- romances and rom coms. I do think that it's silly that there is this complete total mismatch of, on the one hand, it's trying to just be a nice, wholesome, very little happens, slice of life romance of just about these this guy and this girl who are into each other. And then on the other hand, you've got, oh, by the way, he's got an addiction to a drool. This conveys emotions, can also convey physical maladies. Also, there's these other characters, but they don't really appear, so you don't really need to think about that. It's just... A weird tonal mismatch of how it wants to be. On the one hand, light and fluffy, and then on the other hand, have this big mystery. Well, okay, mystery in inverted commas going on, but ne- never the two shall meet, and never the two shall really progress. As as we said in our spoiler section, neither side really gets moved on, which is kind of like the biggest frustration because as a reader for me, that's the romance stuff. If it takes a whole thing for them to kiss, whatever, I've dealt with that before in romance. But the idea that it doesn't even want to like entertain the concept of the fuck is with this drool or you use that in any way is just frustrating the art's fine it's as i said very reminiscent of a certain period of manga like of like early noughties late 90s stuff i i've got no problem with that i i mean i prefer it to say his other work okoma flashback but that's mainly because this is less about hey do you want to see spats or bloomers and i'm like nah not really and hey he's not trying to fuck his mum in this one not that he could but uh that's always progression like i don't dislike the characters weirdly like again the guys are just essentially just guys there's nothing really to describe about them Oka and Rabi have a bit more going on and you know I don't I didn't read this and get annoyed by them per se I just got annoyed by the lack of anything just just any just progression you need like I don't have the same standards as progression for my as Mike does that's become abundantly clear over the past hundred episodes I think you can most see that on in like things like Fly Me to the Moon and Call of the Night, where Mike wants things to be done in two volumes, and I'm like, nah, this is fine. But this one really like just doesn't even entertain the concept of progression, and that is beyond frustrating. So I definitely wouldn't buy it off of Inca. I'm not like I have 
I digital releases don't really um, interest me these days, especially with the weird way Inca does things. I've never been like an MTX fan of that kind of thing. Physical, if I wasn't aware of where it's going past these two volumes, then maybe I would buy it in the vain hope that, or at least some volumes of it, in the vain hope that maybe something happened. Knowing how it progresses a bit more, no, no, I'm, I'm good. I, no, I. Even though it's only twelve volumes, and that means realistically it's going to be less than a hundred quid or so to buy it all. Nah, I'm, I'm good. With the anime, I wouldn't go like I wouldn't seek this out. Uh, I wouldn't go like, what do I feel like watching today? I know, Mysterious Girlfriend X. But if say I was in the living room with Phil and Phil was like, we're watching this, I'd be like, sure, whatever, okay. I guess I can. Like, I'm not going to run away if it comes on, but I'm also not going to be watching it eagerly week by week. I'm probably going to have it on the background as I'm going, oh, man, look, this artist posted on Twitter. Like, oh, right, something happened. Okay, cool. So, yeah, I I wish I was a bit more into this. I feel that there's a lot of potential with this. I just, it has no interest in using its potential. And I know from having spoiled myself, it doesn't use its potential. So, eh, I I wish I liked this more than I did, but eh, it's a it's an okay, but should have been so much more. Phil, I'm going to me. Okay, I'm going to you. Would you buy this either from Inca or the uh, semi completed release from Vertical? Would you watch the anime, or have you watched the anime? And would you recommend this for people after some good old romance? Take it away, buddy. Oh, I will not buy it from Inca because, well, I knew they were a thing and they did tokens. I, the fact there's then a, the, the, no, the monetization shit, don't do it. So no, I would never buy it on Inca. But I feel we've covered multiple times my feelings on the token economy when it comes to manga and webtoons and the such. In terms of physically, it it's a tough one. Especially given the fact that it's not complete and likely won't be. It's a no just on that front, because I don't want to buy... I don't like having incomplete series. If it was complete, uh, I don't know is the answer to that. For the right price, maybe, but knowing how the series ends, I am one of those people that was disappointed with the ending. Which is shame, because I do actually like the series. It is sort of that bittersweet high school romance in a way. So it, it yeah, it, it's a weird one. I feel it is let down a lot by the ending. And the thing is, like, the ending won't even need to change that much for me to be like, yeah, I, I think it would be worth buying. In terms of the anime, I have indeed watched it. I think you've already said as such. I watched it when it came out, I think, or shortly after. When it was available over on Crunchyroll, it was fine from what I remember. Uh, not that you'd expect much from it in terms of differences between anime and manga. I don't remember how far it goes through the series. It might even go near enough to the end. I don't remember. You know, thinking about it, an anime original ending where they do kiss could make up for this. <laughs> yeah. Doubt. I. Well, yeah, that that that's your opinion, but yeah, I I I definitely did watch it. I remember thinking it was perfectly fine, perfectly good for a anime adaptation. 
so if you like the manga, I don't think there's any problem with watching the series. Uh, in terms of recommending it, uh, uh, probably not, just because particularly nowadays when there's more series, and in particular I know I've read more romance series, there's probably other stuff I would be recommending over this. I wouldn't necessarily object to recommending it on the provision that I would probably have to add a little caveat of the ending is a bit disappointing to anyone I was recommending it to. And in some ways, I think that makes it a bit of a shit recommendation in its own way. There you go. My thoughts. Well, there we go. So on those already cheery notes, let's cut over to everyone's favourite slice of life and romance mega fan, Mike. Would you buy this? Would you read more? Would you watch it? Take it away, buddy. Have at. Why? Why would you? What? I, I... Right. What drives a man to want to read this? You know, like what? What do you hook onto as a reader? Because the only thing, the literally the only thing I can think of worth being invested in even slightly, is the mystery behind the weird character. And the story gives zero inclination that it's going to pay off in any meaningful way. I don't think it can with the way it's writing. It just doesn't want to develop anything. It is shockingly bad. It is so boring. There is... I don't even know how they made it this boring, considering they do have a, no one go as far as say interesting, but they do have a quirky hook to it with the weird spit thing. Like, it is weird. But the weirdness wears off real quickly, which should not be the case, first of all. And then once it has worn off, there's nothing here. No characters develop, no plot develops, no world building happens. I, I just... Uh, this is such a boring read, and it by all rights shouldn't be. I don't think it's necessarily badly written. Like, they clearly knew what they were doing. It's just the choices in what they wrote are just terrible. I'm not offended by it. I'm just severely disappointed, I guess. Because it's just, there's nothing here. Would I read, buy, watch? Fuck no. I'm upset that I read as much as I have. I hated it. Legitimately think this is one of the worst things we've read because there's just nothing here. Like I would have gotten more out of this if I had spent the time I took reading it staring at a wall. Because at least then I could think, man, that's a wall. <laughs> that there's, there's nothing happened here, but I wasn't expecting no, no, anything. None, to. Of, none of the characters in this are walls. They have chests. Just fucking awful. I. I, yes, obviously I'm not the slice of life guy. I'm not the romance guy. Combining the two is never going to sit well with me. But it's like, what is there here? If you are into this, I'm trying to be as logical as possible here. And there's nothing. I can usually take a step back and say, that's the reason why people would enjoy reading this. That's the hook. And there's nothing here. I can't think of any reason why you would want to read past the first volume. If somehow you're still reading by the second, I pity you. 
This is awful. Get it out of my life. <laughs> I don't want it anymore. And it makes me sad to know that I have this sitting in my brain somewhere now. Because, ugh, what a waste. What a waste of time, of life, of energy. Get out. Phil, mm-hmm. remember, remember when Mike was like, I wish we did more series that I hate on this show. <laughs> and, and now we have, and look at him, he's just moaning and crying. You're like, no, uh, uh. That, that he is. Act like that's not what I wanted. <laughs> that's, what, what was that series where Mike was like, no, no, hurt me harder? So we <laughs> gave was, the series he absolutely hated. It was, I believe that was Kiss Excess. Might well have been. I believe yes. that's the time I used the term hurt me, Phil, and you were like, all right. <laughs> I think that was the time when, for want of a better comparison, you were like trying to do like the gay chicken equivalent of like, no, no, come on, really, hurt me, make me feel something. It was like, got it. <laughs> make me feel alive. alive. <laughs> but uh, you know, Kiss Exodus has more progression than this. So, yes, uh, it does. <laughs> does it? Yes. And That's we, how I mean, little this has. <laughs> no, no, because I think you're conflating progression with physical acts here. Hey, it's something, which is more than this thing <laughs> I has. I mean, look, I'm, I'm not disputing they, they don't get down to business in Kiss Exodus. They sure do. That was kind of the whole point. <laughs> progression? I'm less sure on that one. It's got a direction of progression, which is more than, <laughs> than this effort really seems to meander to. Does it? I, I don't remember the start of Kiss Exodus, admittedly. Well, good. Uh, aren't you living your best life? And if you want to see someone else living his best life, twitch.tv slash Pazekra. Oh, God. Is best life. Best life not tainted by this at all. You can find me at twitch.tv slash Pazekra. B-E-R-S-E-K-R-E-R. You can find me on... Twitter and Mastodon and Threads and Blue Sky, various socials, all at the same name because nobody ever wants to be spelled the same way that I am, and that works fine for me. Yeah, you can. Uh, you can probably at this point go watch the vod of Mike's. Uh, is it ESA in January? Uh, January no. is UKSG, and I'm UKSG. going to. My bad. I, I'm going to ESA in mid February, so around about the time this is going to be released. So. You can watch his VOD from UKSG and coming up in the near future, ESA. I'm going fast with the video games yeah, for charitable is. purposes. Yeah, we, uh, we look forward to it, buddy. What, what game are you going fast on, Mike? Uh, you'll just have to watch to find out. I, uh, I mean, it's Mike, Mike speedruns two games. So unless there's a plot I, twist, I would oh, argue. Only <laughs> I would argue I only speedrun one game. I mean, I've seen your Twitch history. I would argue you speedrun no games. <laughs> I, I would also argue uh, you only have the world record in one of those games. That's true. That is true. Ah oh, man. Well, will I have the world record in my one by the time this episode comes out? Probably not. But uh, you can follow me at Slazer King on Twitter to see if I do. You can follow Phil at Fanaxkian. Uh I don't have anything down here now since we retired the rental girlfriend section. Uh did you watch any anime over the Christmas New Year period, Phil? No, I was busy dying. I mean that doesn't preclude you from watching things. It it doesn't, but I also just didn't. I watched I watched some films. They weren't animated. Go, go on, give us give us a a ten word review of a film you saw. Uh, oh man, right. I'll give you ten words. Catch words. You've got to, <laughs> you've got to actually describe the film. You can't just stall it. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll give you ten words. Okay. For a film, 
It's called Silent Night, and ten words is more that's ever spoken than in that film. <laughs> one of one of those films. Got it. Also, it's shit. Don't watch it. Uh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> like legitimately, it was fucking awful. No, that's fine. I, I I feel silent or near silent things. You have to be in the right mindset for. I remember I watched the first episode of an anime called Technolize, where I think there's about five words in episode one. People are like, yeah, this is an award-winning for its audio direction. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah, I, don't, I don't necessarily mind the fact it was a silent film. It's just the actual everything of it. It was just like, you know, Mike's like, why, why is anything in this series we've read? That that was me with this film. It's like, why? Why even? And it's just, nah. Well, there you go. And more takes like that. Follow at Fanatskian on the Blue Bird app. You can follow us as a whole. Uh, we are at Trash Manga Cast on Twitter, or we are at Trash Manga Friends elsewhere. If you go down to our show notes, there's a lovely little card link there that will take you to all of our various socials and all the various places where you can listen to this podcast. So you can tune in on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, Google, Stitcher. Tune in. We're on all of those. So get on there. Get liking, rating, reviewing, telling your friends giving us recommendations maybe we'll be reading your series at some point in the future but as quickly as one trash series is spat away 50 more congeal into form so what's the next series we're being drip fed phil the next series and i'm not gonna bother with the uh, spoils korean name is the flower that was bloomed by a cloud very very romantical poem style naming Yes. <laughs> okay. It's all okay. That's all we're getting out of him for this time. So you'll have to come back in a fortnight to see what we feel about that. So we'll see you then. Take care. Have a great Valentine's season. And bye bye.